Welcome everyone to the Pantheon of M. I am your host Ray and today we're looking at Captain America Winter Soldier, the 2014 film starring Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson and Samuel L. Jackson. Let's get into some primary numbers. A little useless trivia. Starting with number five and going back, counting down to number one. This is the fifth film uh, for Samuel L. Jackson to playing the role of Nick Fury. For number three, this is the third time both Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson has played the role. And this is the third um, entrance uh, for the writers, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. They wrote the entire trilogy of Captain America films, uh, starting with the first Avengers, uh, the Joe Johnson movie, uh, and then they went on to do the contributing writer to Thor Dark World. They didn't really write that, they just helped shape it because there was a lot of writers associated with that, and this would be their third film. Uh, they would go on to do Civil War, and they would work with the directors, uh, who, by the way, this is their first time, number one, working in with the MCU, that is the Russo brothers. This is their first time in this and besides uh josh whedon who's done more than one film he's done two uh the russo brothers would go on to do four films and they'd be working closely with uh, mcfeely and marcus for civil war and they would go on to do both infinity war and endgame and each film arguably you can say gets better and expansive and better uh than its predecessor and is amazing and and after seeing Endgame, you can argue where where does the ranking of uh, Winter Soldier ends up? Is it still in the top ten? It's up to you. It's all subjective, but uh, it's still a wonderful piece, and it's uh, up there with Dark Knight and Spider-Man Two as being one of the best uh, well-written stories based on comic books. Um, it is because this is not just a superhero film. It is a, a, a spy espionage film. It is political thriller social commentary involved in this uh, but this is really one of the extraordinary films and a story of Captain America being a man out of the time and seeing the discrepancies of what goes on and and but his ideals remain the same he always does the right thing even if it's not the most uh, popular of opinions he holds uh, steadfast in his ideals and it's uh, one of the most remarkable characteristics and journeys he does in the series from beginning to the end game. So with that, uh, let's go to my partner Evie and let's get his reviews of uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. How are you, man? Yeah, good. So today we're, look, we're talking about uh, Winter Soldier. It's the second installment to Captain America. So this was, uh, I'm going to say straight off the bat, uh, uh, going into it, it wasn't what I expected to be when I saw this in theaters. Uh, just to start off, what are your thoughts of the movie going into it? Loved it. It was awesome. Action, drama, everything, dude. Everything. For me personally, the thing that I picked up on on this go round was uh, was more of Samuel Jackson's role in the movie. Okay. The thing I learned watching it for a second time around was that uh, Fury he he hired uh, Batrog uh, on the ship. I didn't realize that until there's a line that Black Widow says to Rogers uh, that uh, the, about the mission, that um, because it's a Hydra, it, it's holding Hydra information, so Hydra wouldn't uh, allow them to infiltrate their own their own ship, right? So 
it was it was Fury because that he suspected stuff about the uh, Project Insight. That so uh, he he hired Batroc to uh, take o- take over the ship so he could have a crew to go in there and to have uh, Black Widow retrieve the information on their data. Wow! Uh, because the encryption that uh, which we'll find out later on it was um, uh, Ar- Aram Zoloff's uh, like um, algorithm to, to check on the satellite dish for uh, Insight. Yeah. So, so that's how he knew there was something wrong. And when he couldn't hack the uh, access to the, the file, he knew something was wrong. The, I didn't realize how layered this actually, how how much how much layering there was in this in this film. And yeah. uh, this kind of gave uh, Pierce some reasons to um, like charge or go after Steve Rogers. And they could have flipped it because if they knew that it was Fury who went after the ship who caused the hijacking, right? Uh, and there's grounds for uh, treason. Oh, okay. Right, so because it wasn't because it's never clear like why would they charge uh, Rogers for tre- like such a severe act of treason and everyone going after him without without probable cause, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, that I, I didn't even pick up on that. That was if he had to use a, uh, uh, an excuse to do that, that was the reason for it. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it blew my mind when I saw this in theaters. So I'm like, oh my god, oh, I, I saw this on a retake. So that was really cool. Okay. Uh, but for you, because uh, you, you, this is your second time watching it, like I'm, I'm assuming, right? Like from... yeah, second, third, I don't know a lot. Uh, so, because uh, every time you see a film, you, you learn something new. So, what did you? What did you learn on, on your second time watching this film? Um, I I totally forgot that the guy who actually made the program Zolt mm-hmm. was him. I forget. Oh, Arnim Zoloff. Yeah. Yeah. He put his. Consciousness into the system, and I thought that was really good, interesting. I totally forgot about that part. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Lots of surprises in it. If you saw the first one, the original Captain America movie, mm-hmm. uh, the very first time you see Arlem Zoloff, it's uh, it's kind of like a foreshadowing of the character. Oh it's, yeah, right. It's that you see him from a feet, from a point of view of a computer screen, so it's kind of a little foreshadowing. Oh, so that right. was really cool. So, uh, but. This is where like it was getting close to the end of the season for Shield, and I was getting kind of disappointed with the storyline altogether. But then, when they actually meshed the story, like the aftermath with mm-hmm. the series, uh, right. it piqued my interest on the series, and it piqued my interest in watching uh, Captain America and going in, especially after being um, I wasn't disappointed, but a little like let down after seeing Iron Man three. Okay. Uh, this kind of like, oh my gosh, this is this is like deep. This is not like a simple because he was a character of the shield. It wasn't like it wasn't like they you know what there wasn't much you can. I thought in my mind that you can do with that character, right? And, and they surprised me to like no end. This was uh, this was this was an espionage film. This was an action film. This was a hero, a hero film. This had multiple themes, and it was one of the best writings I think I've seen to this point uh, since you know Avengers in terms of like. Uh, encapsulating like, like getting me so invested into a film where I was wasn't disappointed or um, uh, like bored, you know? Yeah, you know, and it gave a lot of um, um, a history of strike. You know, I enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. You know, and the time went so fast, like um, watching it. Yeah, it's just two hours and twenty minutes, right? Like, yeah, it's a film. But and, but you know, time just flew by, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and it's the first film from the Russo brothers. 
Okay, so let's get into a couple things. So we go is a segment we call double feature where we get a film that complements uh, this yeah. movie. Uh, so what were you, you want to go first? Or do you want to go first? Um, um, I can go first if you want. Sure. Sure. Well, the film I chose was um, Spy Game, Robert Redford and Brad Pitt. So it's a bunch of spies trying to figure out uh, what's going on with the CIA, and they don't um, trust each other, right. which is kind of like a Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked that one. Um, for me, I, I saw a movie just the other day, was uh, Minority Reports. Okay. Uh, with Tom Cruise. Uh, the algorithm that uh, Arnim Zoloff gave up onto the computer would kind of give a preemptive strike to all those who would be opposed to Hydra with having a precognitive thought, knowing and using things like their birth records, their SAT scores, knowing everything about them before they know themselves. Yeah. So it's kind of like having a psychic ability to see who would be your enemy in the future and eliminating your threat. Right. So with with the minority reports, it was the same thing. You had these psychics who, who, allowed the, who allowed a police force to attack, to stop you before you committed the crime. Yeah. And they, and when they would apprehend you moments just before you actually commit the crime, so you're in the height of passion of whatever it was. Right. So, uh, so that I saw that was like an amazing parallel of uh, of that film, and it had the same underlining tones. And uh, uh, so that for me, that was was where it was like, oh my gosh, this is like uh, the themes were, were almost like was on par. Like, what would you rate this film? Um, eight and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give this a, a, for me, it was a nine because uh, it, it surprised me on all fronts. When I was going to see this film, I, I had really low expectations and uh, it, it blew me out of the water. I, <clears throat> I don't know if I saw this with you in theaters when we... Probably. Uh, but I was like, oh my gosh. And then I think I called you, <clears throat> I think I called you and said, did you, did you watch Age of the Shield? Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like the carried on, like it's exactly from the, you know, and I was like, I was glued to shield because i wanted my fix to like the next film which would be like guardians of the galaxy uh what do you think of gsp in the movie i was shocked you know and at first i'm thinking um is that uh gsp and i'm like cool you know he, he um he was pretty good in it he can fight oh oh yeah <laughs> he could no i was more like oh wow he could actually act and then he does that commercial for uh insurance that insurance commercial yeah yeah, <laughs> he has. A, I think he has a great comedic timing as well as like as being a relatively good actor. You know. Yeah. Um, right. In, in terms of like, is this a movie that you would buy, or would you, or would you just like stream this? I, I'd buy it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't rush to buy it, but maybe for a Christmas present or whatever. Right. Or I would rent it to watch it again. I'd give it like a two thumbs up or whatever you call it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I would give this, a, for me, I would give this a 9 out of 10, but I would yeah, buy it mainly to see the special features on this. This is to see, like, because I, I know for a fact when they sh- when they shot this, the first the first thing they shot was the elevator sequence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they spent a lot of days on that, like four days, and the executives were like, what's going on? Like, why are you taking so long on this? And this, this, this thing is, is a very massive project. And then when you see it, uh, you, you, you kind of get why. And I know when they debuted uh, Thor Dark World, they had a special five-minute package of uh, Winter Soldier to see in screens for people who had like a special access. Oh, and it was the entire sequence of the elevator slide. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and that got people really excited to see Winter Soldier coming up. So as uh, a preview. So, uh, in that sense, uh, I think uh, the Russo brothers really 
uh, I, I think they tipped her hand knowing that this is going to lead into something uh, uh, much more something exciting. And with Endgame, looking at the lens through Endgame, seeing how Captain America uses that uh, in the future to his advantage is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, cool. uh, so in so speaking of Endgame, uh, what pe- what things did you pick up on in this film now that that you, that you saw were uh, breadcrumbs for the end game movie for the end game um kind of gave me something where i could place agent carter and mm-hmm. so yeah so so i got it um regarding um like the end of it right you know and that she and they dated or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it was good it was good you know it's a good touch for me so i could understand yeah I agree, and uh, the only thing, what I learned from that scene too was that uh, I I forgot that it was Peggy and Howard Stark founded Shield. They were the founders yeah. of Shield, and the, uh, um, uh, the 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 headquarters, the um, uh, what's it called, the uh, Triskelion location, which is which is in Washington D.C. Because I, I always thought the the only look it was a secret organization, and they only existed in the sky with this hel- helicarrier, but mm-hmm. there was an actual uh, location like a headquarters for Shield, and uh, oh. that's what Howard Stark created. And yeah. So that was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So he created his first. That was like the first Stark Towers before there were Stark Towers. And yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even pick up on that until I saw this film. Well, thanks, Evie. Well, that concludes our show. But before we go, we ask you to hit subscribe down below. You can hit the little bell in the corner for notification. That allows you to do a new when our new show gets uh, up and running. Uh, we usually air our show every Fridays at noon. You can catch our show here on on YouTube channel and also on our audio portion of the podcast. Uh, We invite you to send us an email. We definitely want to give give us a thumbs up or four or five stars. Let us know uh, you like our show and uh, it helps us beat this algorithm. Uh, We're not doing this show for a Patreon or for any uh, donations. This is something that we'd like to do. It allows us to connect with you, our fans, and to get your thoughts. Uh, We're going to be doing a new idea. we're going to ask you to send us an email uh, because coming in January 1st, we're going to be reviewing The Age of Ultron, followed by Ant-Man, I think, a week later or two weeks later. And we want you to send us an email, about a paragraph or a sentence. Give us your thoughts on of Age of Ultron. Uh, and we'll be, hearing your, we'll be uh, reading out your uh, article, your review of that movie and giving acknowledgement of you on our audio portion of the podcast, uh, where there's Ultron or there's Ant-Man, and if you like, we're, we're going to be reviewing all of Phase 3 movies uh, gradually beginning next year, and we invite you to send us an email uh, at thepantheonofm at gmail.com, and let us hear your thoughts of any or all Phase 3 film, films. Uh, if you want to send us like 24 emails, bring it on. We love it. Uh, we, we had one guy who just sent us an email. He actually sent us about 23 emails. Uh, and the reason why is because we're going to be reviewing in the new year as well uh, Marvel's Netflix show. So we'll be reviewing each season of every Marvel Netflix movie, uh, Netflix television series, whether it's uh, seasons of Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Defenders, Luke Cage, and seasons two and three of Daredevil. Uh, we'll be reviewing seasons season one of Daredevil, I believe, on October second or October 9th, So if you want to send us an email on that first, uh, you'll be we'll be yeah we'll definitely be reading your reviews or your thoughts on Daredevil. Uh, that's again that's going to be October second or 9th, So send it in now if you can. We'll be adding that on at the end of our audio portion of the podcast, and we'll be uh, including your insights. So 
you're going to be hearing our thoughts, but we want to hear your thoughts as too, just to get a collective idea. And again, this is not for a Patreon or a donation. This is strictly, we'd love to do this, and we'd love to hear your thoughts of the MCU movies. This is things that we'd love to do. We love movies, we love comic books, and because we, um, we have our opinions, it's not the, maybe the best or the most uh, well thought out. So if we could hear your thoughts, even if it's the one line, it's okay. Hey, and if you hate it like Iron Fist, uh, like many people who do and want to pile on, uh, that's great too. We'll read, we'll read your uh, ideas and your thoughts on how you thought this wasn't a very good show or this was not the really best movie. Like if you didn't like Ant-Man and Wasp, bring it on. We'll hear your thoughts too. And we'll acknowledge you on the audio portion of the podcast. So I look forward to hearing from you on regards to that too. So any film from Phase 3... Get, bring it on. Uh, Age of Ultron, that's going to be January 1st, so that's will be the first thing we'll, we'll be reviewing on the beginning of the of next year, followed by Ant-Man, and then we're going to Phase 3 films uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, it'll be sprinkled throughout the year, but keep, just bring it. Keep on bringing them. Uh, we appreciate it. We look forward to hearing from you. And if you like want to hear more, uh, I do a blog that accompanies each and every one of our podcasts. So if you go to ray-views.blogspot.com, uh, I do a blog that accompanies everything we've just spoke about in the show for the week. So, for instance, Winter Soldier, Go to our, if you go to my blog right now, I do a little blurb that includes a, a link to the trailer, uh, things that we didn't cover or I, we might have missed on this particular show. I might cover in the complimentary blog that I do write uh, to, to be a companion piece to this show. So with that, uh, on behalf of Evie and myself, we will see you next week. We are going to be reviewing the final episodes of Season 1 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It is the aftermath of what took place at the end of a winter soldier so it's going to be the final episode of how hydro has now affected shield and how that ripple effect carries on and so with that on behalf of evie and myself we'll see you next week take care i joined shield to protect people Captain. To build a better world? Sometimes means tearing the old one down. And that makes enemies. Are you ready for the world to see you as you really are? Look out the window. You know how the game works. Disorder. War. All it takes is one step. We're going to neutralize a lot of threats before they even happen. Thought the punishment usually came after the crime. S.H.I.E.L.D. takes the world as it is, not as we'd like it to be. This isn't freedom. This is fear. You need to keep both eyes open. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out?